Dire State of Mind, we are here. Sorry for the delay, guys. We're going to be talking about Tibbs and Knox. A lot of training camp stuff. A little bit of um, Luca Vidoza and probably a lot of bit, bit of everything. You know how we do. Dynamics Podcast, let's go for it. Uh, what's going on, State, man? Hey, what's up, brother? Bad, NBA is back. That's what's up. <laughs> yeah, the whole, there's a whole big scoreboard right now, man. How many games? One, two, three, four, five, six. Damn, six games tonight, man. Yeah, man. A lot of basketball to be played. Um, Yo, I, you got posters already. I'm seeing on Instagram, Anthony Edwards, Call Anthony Town. So, yeah, NBA is back, man. I, I, I like what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm happy, man. Yo, the, the internet was messed up. Freaking the um on Twitter, not Twitter. Uh, Instagram was out. Um, WhatsApp was out, and Facebook was out for a big part of the day today. Yeah, it was out for a couple hours. I th- yeah, it was a couple hours. I think, matter of fact, I paid my phone bill. Some I knew something was wrong today. <laughs> I knew something was wrong today. Yeah, I, I I paid my I, I went I paid my phone bill. But my phone didn't turn back on until like two hours later. <laughs> so like when I'm looking at my phone, I'm like, damn, my phone still ain't on. I'm like, yo, it's like two hours later, yo, this song got a kid. And then it just turned on. Like, I'm like, oh, oh yeah, something's wrong. So then when everything was out, I'm like, all right, cool. I can understand. Yeah, I wonder what it is, man, because it's 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 rare to have so many different things out at the same time. Yeah, yeah, speaking of speaking of out, you see people don't have MSG now, right before the season start. Oh yeah, um, Comcast. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, that's why. That's why. That's tough. I think the only other way. So that means it's not on Fubo TV no more. I don't know. I saw some people. I'm um, saying that, that that it was on Fubo, for you know, on Fubo, whatever. However you say it. How do you watch the games? You you watch the games through Fubo, or you, you just got MSG? You just got MSG on your plan. So it depends, like, if it's on, like, usually the games is when I'm at work. So yeah. I usually just watch all the games at work. But if it's a lot of games, like, and I'm in my, and I'm in the house, I pay for football TV automatically. I'll pay for a month. I'll be like, all right, the hell with it. You know, it's $65. And it's crazy because, you know what that's so crazy? Because it's a loss. Because <laughs> it's $65 for me to watch one channel. <laughs> yeah. But it's alright, man. The Knicks is worth it. It's cool. <laughs> yeah, so, are you are you paying attention to any of these box scores and stuff? While I was setting up, I was kind of like glancing and stuff. It's a lot, a lot of big games, man. So, you've you been paying attention at all? Nope. But now <laughs> I will. I'm, I'm being straight honest with you. Nope. Because I've I've been so like I'm so locked in on what the Knicks is doing. Like I'm just so far so far gone when it, um when it comes to other teams but well no, i mean it's preseason it's preseason yeah. but I, I you know I, tomorrow then tomorrow then i'll be invested that's when i'm going to start being invested in preseason yeah all right, well, I, I got some of the games that are in progress at the moment now. So um you got the Raptors up. I'm a, I'm going to click the Raptors, man, just to see what they're doing over there. Um, you know, there's a lot of teams that have a lot of talent, man. I'm just, I'm just taking a look at their roster. They got um, Scotty Barnes. They're going to want, I guess they want him to start. Like like right, right now, do you pay attention to the starters, like like what what, what they use as, as for starters just so early in the preseason? 
Of course. Yeah. Of co- is that a trick question? I mean, <laughs> when, you, know, like, you got Patrick and Choke. Oh, oh, oh Pat, pressure? Oh, wow. Wow, yeah. that starting lineup is not what I expected. I mean, because Pascal Siakam is, you know, he's not going to play in the first preseason game. So I'm going to assume that Pascal Siakam would start in the place of Scotty Barnes. But I mean, hey, Scotty Barnes was picked fourth. They might be more inclined to start him now, just start him right away. And, you know, he didn't, he didn't have a bad game. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So he had 13 points, uh, six, for, six for 10 shooting, uh, nine rebounds, six assists. <laughs> Take a look at some of the guys down the list, too, man. They got that that dude, Siva, the one that I drafted in fantasy. He had 13. He played all right. I, I was watching a little bit. Um, look at Justin Champagne. I think I think that's the same Champagne from um, – I don't think that's from St. John. I think, and then that's a kid from St. John's brother, if I'm not mistaken. Or, or, or mm-hmm. that, that, that might be the kid from St. John's. He had um 17 and 10. You know, so I, I know this is preseason. Guys are getting their little opportunity. But, they, you know, you, you get to see talent, you know, the real talent yeah. the, out there, you know? Yeah. And you can see, like, each game, you get to see different combinations, different lineups. And you never know. Preseason could show a diamond in the rough. So, yeah, man, that's nice. But I, I like to see when teams do that, man. Don't don't um, don't sit these young guys, man. You got to let them play out the gate. But, I mean, Scotty Barnes is a guy who's probably ready now. He's not like a Kevin Knox. Yeah. You got to, like, make him play hard. You know what I'm saying? Like, Scotty got a motor already, so he's- yeah. Speaking of this, speaking of that, look at this. Um, this is Detroit's um lineup here. They got RJ Drummond, nineteen and fourteen. What an idiot, man! I, f- I feel like he should. He, he has plenty you of basketball Philly. left in him, huh? You mean Philly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Philly, my bad, my bad. <laughs> but um, you know, I'm I'm just looking at it. He got nineteen and fourteen. He still could do that, you know. So why would he sign with a team that that he's playing with a guy that's gonna get thirteen and twelve or whatever, you know? I, I mean. I guess I don't know. I don't know why he's on there either. And, and you want to know what's so crazy about Drummond? I don't see no fit with Drummond and Ben Simmons on the court, like ever. Like I never want to see those two on the court together. So, so well, you yeah. you gonna get your wish this year, man? <laughs> yeah, the way the way it's going, Ben Simmons looking like he ready to forfeit money. Yeah. Anyway, I, I just don't get these NBA teams, man. I, I guess that's why it's, it's better just to focus on our own team, you know, because there's a lot of stuff going on with us, whatever. But, you know, Miami Heat is playing the Hawks right now. Uh, the Magic, the Magic intrigues me, too. I, I think that will be the last one I look at. Um, they have a lot of, of guys that basically do the same thing, but look at the talent level on there. And whoever got minutes actually um, played, um, you know, played decent. You're talking about um well uh Suggs he played um he had a, a couple different um moves throughout the game that he, that he was playing pretty well. Cole Anthony's playing good. Uh Mo Bamba's playing good over there. Uh even uh Mort's uh Mortis uh Wagner, that's the draft pick from this year, he's playing pretty good. So mm-hmm. they, they have a lot of talent, the guys that basically do the same thing, and they have a, like they have a lot of, of usable talent on that roster. So I you know, I don't know. I, I don't know what, what teams be thinking when when they draft or how they prepare their team and stuff. You know, this is um Boston. See, man, Mo Bamba. It's crazy because if I'm Mo Bamba, you can easily take the starting job from Wendell Carter Jr. And the only reason why Wendell Carter Jr. would start is because you traded for him and you want to see, you know, 
you want to reap the benefits of your trade. But at the same time, you know, if Mo Bamba starts for the next season, I kind of wouldn't be surprised. Because you're supposed to be ready. You're from New York. You know what time it is. It's year, year four, it is, yeah. for Mo Bamba. So, yeah, man, it's time for you to produce, play hard. And, and the one thing about Mo Bamba that I always liked about his game, he can always face the floor, even in college. So I see he's one for three, one for three from three. And that's nice to see with 10 rebounds. So, you know, 13 points. I see Cole Anthony up there, six rebounds, six assists. Oh, that's 16. nice, 16 points. Yeah. Even RJ Hampton, too. He played pretty good, too. Seven, mm-hmm. you got seven and six there. You know they got they got a lot of good players, and then plus they got um the other kid that um they got hurt. You know uh, the the rookie the the guy that was like their number one pick a couple years ago in um in Philly. Markel Fultz. Yeah, I keep forgetting his freaking name, Markel Fultz. I keep thinking of the football player. You know, but mm-hmm. I mean they, they got a lot of talent. They got a lot of, a lot of guys that basically do the same thing over there. So it's interesting some of these teams here. Mm-hmm. And they got Jonathan. They definitely they got Jonathan Isaac as well. He's still hurt. Yeah. So I mean. He probably not hurt, you know. It's DMP coach's decision, so yeah. it, I'm I'm going to be interested in Orlando in the starting lineup because, like, I I always like dog when you draft a guy top five, top six, top seven, it would kind of behoove you to like star him and try to like throw him in the fire early, get the reps going. If he's playing bad, you pull him twenty at twenty minutes. But I know I, I could see them. I could see them starting Jalen Suggs, and somebody's just gonna be mad. <laughs> and I don't know what position he's gonna play. He's gonna play shooting guard or point guard. But I'm telling you right now, I'm looking at Gary Harris. You know, if you a guy like Cole Anthony, is you gonna really let up that starting spot? And then you got Markel Fultz. <laughs> Yeah, and, and like I said, RJ Hampton is ready too. He's ready to start playing too. So, I guess I guess that's a good um thing to have. But I mean, with four guys that that you basically could groom to be a starter at the point guard spot, you know, like, they got to do something over there in in Orlando. Yeah, yeah, they got a glut of point guards. That is crazy. Yeah. But- and well, speaking of glut, man, we don't have a glut at forward. You know, Knox is um is actually begging to play. You know, in the interview that he gave, he was like, yo, man, I want to play. He said, yo, I'm, I'm playing. I'm doing everything they asked me to do this time. You know, I'm working hard, blah, blah, blah. And he said, he basically, he said it like more than once that I want to play. Like, I, I want to play this year. You know what I'm saying? So what, what, do you, what do you think about all that stuff? I want him to play too. But he got to play like he want to play. <laughs> that's, the, that's the problem. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like he got to play like he want to play. I have no problem with Kevin Knox with what he said. I do have a problem with what he said about summer league. As far as you know, it's not really anything tough. Like it's just pick up ball. And and the way Thibodeau described it was way different from the way Kevin Knox described it. And it's like it, it, it's tough for a player and a coach to get on the same page if their philosophies don't align. Well, I mean, you know, Tibbs is the boss. So, like, like you take it like as your supervisor. The coach is basically the supervisor. So, the supervisor is more than likely going to take the situation a little bit more serious than, um, than say like the worker does. But what what makes a good worker is somebody that's along the lines of what the supervisor is doing. You know, like to get the job done. 
you know, not necessarily what what the supervisor is saying per se, but just for the um, overall thing of, of the whole the, the the job needs to get done. So I mean, they they need to play basketball. They need he needs, he wants to play. They need to win and that type of thing. So um, you know, it, it is it is kind of weird that that um the Tom Thibodeau was just more like, you know, he he, he takes pre um excuse me um. Some of the very serious, but then you know Knox called it a uh, pickup game, so it, it was kind of weird to, to hear that. Yeah, that threw me off because it's like I, it, you, it, the philosophies, man. You don't you don't want to, you know. Everybody yeah. got an idea like of uh, like a certain way on how they go about things. So if Knox feel like it's one way, but Tibbs feel like it's another, I feel like Knox is on his way out because he's not good enough. He's not good. Oh, like he's not good enough yet to dictate certain things. But at the same time, you're right. He he's basically begging to play. I want to yes. see him play. Honestly, I I really would like the, seeing Knox play next season in the rotation, right? And him. And we're winning games, and he's actually producing. Like he comes back a different guy. It would be nice to see because one, that's one of our draft picks. Two, we've seen him play with Mitch before. We've seen him play with RJ before. And three, if he got better, that means defensively, he's not you know having those lapses on defense. You know, backdoor cuts, not not playing aggressive enough, not taking the open shot. I mean. You gotta get the damn ball too. Um, that's my thing. Like, my, my issue with guys like Burks is, like, they ne- like it's. I rarely see a hockey assist. Like, it's rare with the Knicks because we run a lot of ISO. But goddamn, like, guys be open and dudes don't want to pass the ball. I've seen Knox play with Burks. I've seen Burks not pass the ball. I've seen Knox play with Emmanuel quickly and quickly finds Knox. So. I got to see more. I, I I don't know. I don't like Burks anyway, personally. I know he, he, he did good for us last season. but Like, I would like to see Knox play. I, I think it would be more enjoyable because that's our draft pick. And we invested in that guy, and it sucks to see him the way he is. It would be nice for him to have a redemption story because his would be more – it would be way more wow than Julius Randle redemption story. Because Randy still averaged twenty and ten, so how you feel yeah. about that? Yeah, you know, well, the the thing with Kevin Knox, he actually wanted to play summer league too. So, but I think it was COVID. I think he had caught COVID, so he was out for like a little while. So they, they um, they made the decision for him not to play because he he was out sick or whatever. So, but it, it just it just the, with him it's just the wording because like you want him to work, but it, it's still like alarming for a guy that really wants to play, but he still don't really get it yet. You know, I, I get it. It's, it's not it's not the easiest thing to answer questions from these. The press and stuff. So he just kind of giving his answers and whatever. But like you know, one one thing I do like is just his energy. His energy was definitely like yo, uh, you know, I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to do you know, because I, I guess same thing like with Frank Lilikina. Frank Lilikina has his foot out the door in 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 the, on the Knicks when he's on, it was his last year. He he could see the um the out. You know, so I'm quite sure Knox could see, you know, the street. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He don't want to. He don't want to be out the NBA. You know what I'm saying? So I'm quite sure the anxiety is there. So that's a good thing. And also to it, like it, like it benefits the Knicks if he plays well. That um that they, he, we could put him in a trade um package for some for something else. You know, if if he if he sees something out there that we want to do. 
So, you know, it benefits us both ways, whether he plays and actually produces or just plays well enough to make a team be like, okay, he's still good enough to get a, give, a, uh, give up an asset for or something. Mm. I mean, it could go both ways. Uh, I know the Knicks will – I know for a fact the Knicks will make a trade. Um, I don't know when, but I think they're going to make a trade. I wouldn't be surprised if they make a trade. If Knox become – a good asset, then whoop do um, You never know what could happen. Um, a lot of things can happen next season. Um, uh, just for a few examples, like the Pelicans not making it to the playoffs, losing. Uh, Utah not making it to the playoffs, losing. Portland not making it to the playoffs, losing. Like, it's certain teams where – it's, they're literally one losing season away from it just imploding. And I think Leon Rose is waiting for that moment, like a Ben Simmons moment, but not actually Ben Simmons. Like, you wouldn't not. I know he probably wouldn't trade for Ben Simmons, but something like that, to that effect. I, I'm assuming that he's hoping that happens next summer. So it's a couple teams that we could, you could look at it and be like, all right, man, it goes south. You know who Leon gonna call? Yes, yeah, so many different teams. Like you know, like I said, I'm just looking at the scoreboard, yeah, looking at these different games. Even if um, the Pelicans are playing right now, they're playing against Minnesota. Um, they're not really, they're not playing um, uh, Zion Williamson, but they got Brandon Ingram. Devontae Grant is there, so at least they tried. Devontae Grant is a, is an up and coming point guard, so they tried to get somebody on the same timeline as them. You know, you know. So Trey Murphy is there. Trey Murphy is pretty good. So uh, you know, it's just kind of a wait and see what what um what each team does. But every every team is in disarray. Even the Knicks. If things go wrong with the Knicks, we can actually uh, reset hard reset as well. You know, it, it, yo, it, and it's tough, bro. It's tough, man. I hope I hope that don't happen to us because I already see it happening to Philly, and we spoke about that a couple pods ago about Philly and how if you trade Ben Simmons. You might as well trade and be, because I don't I don't see how you get a, a trade package that equals the value of Ben Simmons. So it, it's yeah. tough. Yeah, you don't, man. You know, same thing with with, with Embiid. They need to get rid of him too. I mean, they already signed um Drummond. So I mean, like that's what I don't get. Why did they sign Drummond if they got Embiid? So so what does that mean? You you're gonna trade Embiid? I don't I don't get it. Like, like you already got his replacement on the roster if you needed to move away from him. So why not just do that and just hard reset the team and just start that thing that thing over? I don't get it. I, I don't get it either. It, that's all them, bro. <laughs> that's all them. I ain't got nothing to say to that, man. That's all them. Yeah. <laughs> they crazy. Yeah, the, the the great thing about the Knicks, though, man, so I, I was talking about imploding. So imploding would be like, let's say Kemba don't play. You know, let's say Rose gets hurt. You know, that that's us imploding. You know what I'm saying? But that's not a bad thing because now you're talking about quickly get slid into the um starting point guard spot. Um Mc, Mc, uh, McBride comes up, you know, as the backup um point guard, and then Grimes is gonna come over to play some some minutes. So it's so like even if we implode, we still have guys that could that could um get in that spot. Cause I, I kinda I kinda trust quickly, bro. I feel like Quickly's putting all the work in. He's to talking to um talking a good game. The the staff is behind, got his back and stuff. He's putting all all the work in. So I, I think I think that he's ready. If he was in a different situation, he probably would be you know uh, fighting for like a, a starting spot the same way that the walk and Rose are, man. So 
you know, like that, that's that's the that's the good thing about our guards that we have so many of them that if, if we lose one or or two or three or four, we still got like plenty of 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 um players to back up, you know, to to take up the um slack. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be a uh, uh, interesting season. Um, I don't see. Here's my thing. I trust quickly too, right? I don't see the Knicks necessarily imploding at all. Um, as long I think it, I, I I don't see no one singular player that get hurt. God forbid, knock on wood, and like our season just goes bad because we got a backup for everybody. <laughs> And, and it just ran through my mind like if something happened in Nerlens, we got Mitch. Now if something happened in Nerlens and Mitch, uh, we got a problem. <laughs> now, now, well, well, now we, we give the we give the rock to um to Jericho Sims, and then we still got um old man Taj there. Yeah, you know, so, old, old man Taj. How old is Taj? Like thirty five. Yeah, man, it's funny you talk about guys that's old, but they still young, you know, relatively speaking, you know. Basketball years. Like, basketball years, I was 35, they like 50 or so. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this is some um, free agents there that I saw earlier. Tommy Beer posted it. I don't know if you can see it there. Isaiah Thomas is still out there. Mike Scott jumps out at me. Uh, Damon Dawson still lingering. DeMarcus Cousins still out there. You know, uh, you know. Myers Leonard with his problems. Jerome Robinson is a decent player. Uh, you know, they still got guys out there just in case um something was to happen. Uh Mike Scott jumps out at me, bro. What do you what do you think about the about this list? Mike Scott or boy. You can go live right now? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The camera that shit? Nah, not for now. Nah, um, nah. Hell no. Hell no. Oh yeah, at the top. <laughs> you crazy. Oh. I saw my YouTube for work, baby. I like cousins, bro. Yo, you kidding me? Easy though, bro. Yo, be easy, buddy. Um, I like cousins. Mm-hmm. I like Damn, that's about it, honestly. <laughs> Because none yeah, of those but, guys, I don't need none of those guys. I want to see, I want to see Grimes play. If any, if any injury happens to certain players, I automatically see another player before any person on this list. I'm gonna keep it a thousand. I think the smart move is to keep that roster spot open. I think that's what you should do. What about Bacon? Is Bacon fully signed to the to the roster? Or he's still just on like a training camp thing. I think he's on the training camp thing. Yo, salute, Curry. Appreciate you. I think he's on the training camp. I think he's on a training camp deal. Uh, well, he, he's special too, man. I see White White Falcon talking about can um, Randall play small forward. He probably could. You know, I I rather I rather see him play. See, that, that's the thing. It's like it's like um we really uh, our offense. When we talk about offense, we um we we kind of play like a read offense. You know, we, we talked about it about that a couple of times. You know, it's, it's not just pick and roll and options. It's really like they just bring the ball up and the ball just moves. And you know, guys are supposed to be available in certain positions. They're supposed to they're supposed to take up a spot. You know, like um like everybody's supposed to be where they're supposed to be. You know, every time um, you know Julius Randle makes a pass, he makes a beeline pass because the guy's supposed to be there. 
you know, all these guys, you know, so that's the way that we that we play. So, you know, you know, I, I think, um, you know, Julius Randle playing small four per se, it is really just for defensive purposes, really, you know? Yeah. But not small forward, that's a tough that's a tough proposition. That's a tough proposition man, for me. I I can't I can't see Randall at small forward. Even though last season he was great playing defense. Like he was steady. It wouldn't show him like Randall's a guy, you don't go to the box, you don't go to the box full sheet to look at his defensive stats. Like you gotta actually watch the game. His first season in New York, he was crap on defense. But his second season, when he actually put effort into it, um, he's he's very decent. He's very decent. He, he's still a little crap as far as his man-to-man defense. He's still a little crap. But he played great team defense, strong. Uh, I, I like. He just made his presence felt on defense. You just won't see it in the, in, in the, the box score sheet because he don't get a lot of steals or blocks. That's for sure. Yeah, definitely. With him, he just he just able to seal his spots. Whatever the the team needs him to close out on, he's good at closing out his spots. But you can't keep him out on the island. Usually, if they have somebody small on him, they usually blow past him. So that's the problem with him guarding like traditional small forwards. Unless the small forward is like it's like him, you know, you know what I'm saying? Because because I'm the, the league around the league, everybody's playing all out of out of whack. They got shooting guards playing um small forward. They got point guards playing um small forward. Is it's just a weird. Wacky time in the NBA right now, man. But you know, you know, if we need him to do that, let's say if Obi, if Obi's playing out there, and we need to switch defensively, open, you know, you know, it's something that, that we could do definitely. But you know, to bring it back to Kevin Knox, if Kevin Knox is playing, we don't need to do none of that shit. You know? Yeah, that's a fact. It, it, shit. If if you know, you want to know so crazy, dog? Like, if he's to wake his ass up, he will solve a lot of our problems. Like a lot of these questions, me and you, we have, like, if he would have just. It as a draft pick early, like I'm talking about like motor, you know, all of the things that we've been wanting to have for the past like three years. Like if he if he would have hit for a draft pick, you probably wouldn't even have to pay Evan for a year 70 plus million dollars. You know what I'm saying? Because he's the he's the solidified starter, like he's the certified starter. And we still didn't have to pay him yet. You'll probably you'll probably have to pay him next all season. So it, it's tough. It's tough, bro. But if he could steal a roster spot, a rotation spot, it would be, it would be nice to see. Cause he he wants to play, like you said. So if he wants to, honestly, dog, if I'm get Kevin Knox, bro, I'm I'm dead going nut. AKA meaning, if we in the park right now, I'm ball hogging. <laughs> I'm shooting every shot. I'm not passing the ball. I'm yo move out the way. I'm isoing again. Yo, you doing that again? Yes, move. I'm isolating everybody. I'm because you gotta show them that you want it. You can't just let dudes take it from you. I'm watching Burks take it from you. Like it's not even like you don't even got fight. Like yo, like if that was Brandon Ingram, we'd have bought that. Yo, give me the ball. Like what the hell are you doing? And sometimes you need that type of like heart. He probably didn't have that yet. I don't know if he got it this year. I'm I'm hoping he better. Cause yeah. I didn't, I didn't want to kill your point. Come on, Boos. I mean, everybody going to play their hardest in practice because they want to run. So what the hell is Alfred Payton doing in practice? This is why I'll be mad. when they, Don't talk to me about, oh, my God. What was Alfred did, Payton doing for two years? Oh, See, my God. I'm, I'm, you know I don't what? even want to trigger. I don't want to trigger you with, with, with my answer. Right? That's the last time I'm going to ever bring that up because we're in a new NBA season. So I ain't going to bring that up anymore. 
Yeah, you know, I, I don't want to get into throwing stuff at you, and then you're gonna be, you're gonna be mad at me, man. <laughs> the stats on Alfred Payton and stuff like that. But you know, the th- the thing with Kevin Knox, man, is, is that he's 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 young. So same thing with with um with Frank. The problem is with both of those guys is that everybody kept saying they're young. Yeah, but they're young. They got time. You really don't have time, actually. And you know, you know what I'm saying. You have a rookie deal contract, so so you basically have four um like four years. But a lot a lot of guys get traded before that, you know, in their career and stuff like that. So you really don't have time because there's there's always another draft class coming in. Right now on the roster, Kevin Baker's not even not even signed per se to the roster. Kevin um Kevin Knox can lose a spot to Bacon. You know, Kevin Knox can lose a spot to Grimes. You know, there's this there's, there's people on the roster this this year already that's showing it enough um you know enough uh you know I don't know fortitude or I guess you want to say that they could take his spot. So my thing in the beginning as a as a young player, you're supposed to get all that shit out. Like they, they should be telling you to calm down rather than rather than um you know you know like like wake up you know you shouldn't be telling a young guy to wake up you should be telling him now nah, listen we need you to pass the ball we need you to do that but Knox is the opposite he's starting games off where he wants to pass he just wants to be invisible you know but but he doesn't have that in him to like to take you know to to like show guys that he could play because he got like I said he got everything he got the handle he got a jump shot he got the size he can get to the basket. You know, but um, you know, it, it's something going on with him, and and you know, it's one thing to want to play, but like, but now all all this time that he's been in the NBA, this is like this is entering his fourth season right now. So um, mm-hmm. if you don't know how to how to make it by now, then you know, then you don't need to be here. You know. Yeah, that's why I'm very interested in in, in the four year players that's supposed to be draft bus. That's why I'm inter- This is why I'm watching. I'm watching Mobamba closely, right? And we see how. We already said his stats from earlier. He got a double-double, you know. But I'm only paying close attention to Kevin Knox in preseason. Because I got to see – I got to I gotta be – I got to sit there, look at that TV screen, and be like – because I know you're going to have a halftime show. <laughs> so I know you're yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I want to prepare everybody for that, man. The, the halftime show, if you can get down on it, whatever, you know. And I want to sit there – and I want to say to you, yo, dog, I want to say something blasphemous like, yo, Kevin Knox got to stop. <laughs> That's what I want to say. Because if I, I I just need to see it. We, we've been watching too much Nick basketball to, like, question our eyes when it comes to Kevin Knox anymore. Like, we've been watching for three years. You watch the same goddamn kid for three years, you won't know what the hell you do. I, I'm, I'm praying that I see a different player, man. I'm praying, bro. So um like I agree with you. I agree with Bruce Mumble to an extent with the coaching up and coaching down stuff, man. But at the same time, like like it, it's your life, man. So to be coached up and coached down, you gotta have your own confidence, man. You know, um with, with anything, like say, like I'm, I'm gonna break it down to like dating, dating women and stuff like that. When you're younger, you think you need this, you think you need that to impress women. But as you get older, you realize that coming out the out the house without shaving, brushing your teeth, and taking a shower, and you can still get the the baddest chick walking around. It's it's about it's not all about about um the the bells and whistles and stuff. A lot a lot of it has to do with just um, the how you carry yourself, you know, as a person, the confidence that you have in, in yourself, you know, so you know that that's something that you have to learn as a, as a grown man, you know, uh, just just being out there and like you know it, it is to an extent that he is still young, you know, he's still he's still a, he's still a baby, but you know it's, it's a different stage, man. We're talking about basketball to break it back down to basketball, um, you know, points, man. It's just basketball, so play, bro, play. Yeah, <laughs> you know, play and play hard. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, don't don't play scary. Play hard. 
Don't be, man. don't be mad. You like, don't be mad. You make a mistake. This is the one thing I love about RJ Barrett. Even when he makes a mistake, I look at my screen. Yeah, RJ, what the hell are you doing? He still plays hard, and he never he got the poker game face the whole game. Like I never see a facial expression with RJ. I, I be kind of mad at him sometimes after he dunk. Like yo, when you dunk, curse for somebody out, bro. I want you to look at them and scream at them or something. I want to see some more emotions. So hopefully he start doing that this season. But you know, I, I don't have that issue with RJ. Like I don't got to talk about RJ's motor. I don't got to talk about Quickly's motor, even though Quickly defense is just god awful. But he still. He still got a motor. He still tries. He tries on defense. Obi Toppin, me and you never had a conversation about his motor. I don't think we've ever talked about him not having a motor because you always used to say the kid runs up and down the court like he got a battery in his back. So, so that's an issue we never had with Obi Toppin. Mitchell Robinson, motor was never an issue. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? So it it. A line it lines up. McBride from the um summer league. You ain't see no motor issues. Like you can tell when a player got a motor issue. I've seen we've seen Kevin Knox have laps, lapses in the summer league. And finally Quinn Brown. He looked like he got a motor too. And Jericho Sims, he looked like he got a motor. Still real. You know, he liked the sushi spot with <laughs> but pause, <laughs> but <laughs> He'll um, but <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> but he'll be all right though. Um, but I I I like what we got though, man. I, I like what we got as a team. Man. Our team is solid. Got a lot a lot of young players. I'm hoping Knox can play though. Great. I'm hoping so too, man. Because like like you said, it, it checks so many um so many um so many you know boxes for us. I mean, shout out to the guy that we that we that we probably should have drafted in hindsight because you know. You know him being out for the year because of the back. Maybe, maybe since the Knicks were losing, that would have been a better option for us. You know, because we 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 were anticipating that Kevin Knox was going to be a hit and then we was going to move on from there. But he wasn't a hit, so it kind of like set us back. But you know, it takes us down the road that we are now, man. So I mean, if Kevin Knox could, could show us anything close to what like um Kevin Porter Jr. is doing, uh, what's his name, Michael Porter Jr. Right? Michael Porter Jr. Yes. Yeah, if if he could show anything close to that, he doesn't have to be a twenty point a game scorer. But like everything else that that, that um Michael Porter Jr. does is like what what seven rebounds a game, if that, you know, not not really a lot of assists, uh, not really a lot of steals, that type of thing. But at least at least he's just an um an option, an active option on on the court, you know that that um that can contribute to the game. And you know Knox just can't do that because I mean like 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 for this, even if we signed Fournier, if Knox was busting ass, I'm quite sure Fournier would not mind not starting. You know, Facts. put put RJ to the to the two and have Knox started at the three. I think Fournier would, would have no problems coming off the bench if he because um it's, it's that's the thing about it's about the game about knowing the game maturity. You see what's happening in front of you, so I'm not gonna fight these guys. I think we got a chance to win, so I'm I'm gonna go with what, what's what's good for the team. So I think Fournier will be totally down with that. You know, I, I feel like every single player will be down for whatever type's got in store for them as far as rotations and stuff like that. So. I think it was Mook. I think it was Mook Morris. It was either Mook Morris or it was either Mook Morris or his brother. That's why I mean Mook on my key. It was one of them. But anyways, he was talking about um Jason Taylor. Right? And he's talking about how he's talking about how during his second season when 
the Celtics went up to him and said, we're going to start Jason Taylor now, and you're going to have to come off the bench. He said he was okay with it because he seen it in practice how Jason Tatum was killing. <laughs> he said, <laughs> like, he's like, nah, nah, we seen it in practice. I'm just not going to let no stupid-ass rookie, no young player just take my spot. And he's talking like a vet. So I, I kind of had a glimpse of how a lot of these vets think. You know what I'm saying? Like, if the younger player is not better than him, or you don't see no, like, clear difference, you might feel it some type of way. But he understood, like, yeah, Jason Tatum, yeah, he, yeah, he, he's good. And, you know, a lot of people who defend Knox, yes, um, the Knicks did kind of stun his growth, but at the same time, it's like he got to want it himself. But, but, dog, I always tell you, man, I, the only thing, the only reason why I give the kid a break um, at the end of the day is because he saddled him with one of the, if not the worst coach in Nick history and David Fizdale. And that might be fat because of his winning percentage is the lowest of any Nick coach in Nick history. So if we saddle Knox with the worst coach in Nick history, what you expect. <laughs> yeah, especially especially for a kid that don't have no motor. He doesn't have any anything, any self, you know, starting stuff in in his blood. You know, so so put putting them with somebody like Fizda was just a bad decision. You know, Fizda was a fraud anyway, because Fizda wasn't supposed to be that type of guy. He was supposed to be the hands-on, you know, uh players coach that's gonna coach coach up the kids. But he thought he was he was a he was you know, you, you say that Tibbs is a liar, Fizz was the biggest liar, man. He was the biggest fraud. You know, one of the biggest frauds that we had, you know, recently. Yeah, yeah. Well, yo, I want to, I want to, I wanted to tack on what you were saying because you, you was talking about Mook Morris in Boston, right? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's that's a good contrast because the reason why we got on Mook Morris to the Knicks because we wanted him to do for for Knox what he did for Tatum. You know, you know what I'm saying? But you know, it, the opposite happened. Knox, um, you know, he came over for Knox and he ended up starting because Knox um didn't show no fight. You know, Tatum Tatum fought Mook and took the spot. You know, Kevin Knox on the other other hand did not take the spot. You know, nah. and then yeah, and then we had to rely on Mook to to um to do all that extra scoring, which he stepped up and actually played his best, you know, basketball of his career. You know, but you know, that's not what we really wanted him there for. You know, we wanted him there to be a mentor type type of guy for for our guys. It didn't really work out th that way. Man, that's right, man. I wish he would have I, I wish he was a mentor. Um, I always, I always, like, I, you know, I never hated, um, I never hated Mook, dog. Like, my beef, my beef with that whole situation was, like, I, I understood. Like, we talked a couple times during that season. Like, I understood. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, it was like, you playing for your contract, like, you're, ball hogging like you're not playing good basketball we cannot win basketball games it, like if you're not kobe or mj i shouldn't see you iso every play unless there's man movement around you he was isolating whenever the hell he wanted and granted look what the coach we strapped them with so it's like how much can i blame Wook when you give him the worst coach in nick history <laughs> like how could i do that and how can we really blame Mook when Mook got 60 million. I mean, diehard. Would you let Kevin Knox take your starter spot for that 60 M's? 
I don't know. So, <laughs> so I don't, I'm not even mad at him no more, bro. I'm not even. I was at first, but then like as I sat down about it, you know, I'm getting a little. I'm getting a little older. I'm getting grown. You know, I look at the mix sometimes. I look at like reality, reality, and life, and it's like they human too. I think the the, the missing thing about when we talk about these basketball players, dialogue, like the thing that be missing the most is like they're human. So sometimes, like we talk, like I was not. I don't. I don't know if it's us or maybe it probably is us at times or just people in general. But they talk about these players like they not human. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So you gotta understand like they human too, man. Ain't gonna let this little punk take my spot for 60, 60 M's to feed my kids. <laughs> you know? Oh man, it's cheaper to keep them. <laughs> yeah, that's why I was always complaining, man. Because I mean, like, I, I'm not gonna baby no players. Like, like that was that was the you know I you know it always comes back to Frank Nilakina. I like I never I never understood that argument why we need to play him or uh, purposely play him all these minutes and stuff. Because I mean, like that that means that we're babying that one player. Everybody has pride in this league, man. So uh, I'm just looking at the the year that um you know Kevin Knox rookie year. I mean, we had Ron we had Ron Baker on the team. Uh, uh, Courtney Lee was still on the team. Uh, Lance Thomas was on the team. Uh, I'm, I'm just throwing out like um, the guys that would that would be influenced to um, Kevin Knox. Uh, what's this guy? Um, uh, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Hizona was on was on the team. Mario Hizona, a, a couple players, man. So th- these are guys that that are all in the same boat. Uh, you know, Hizona was a was a top pick, just like Knox, but with his foot out the league. So this is all learning stuff that 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 he should have that should have um, sparked that in him. Because um, aside from the coaching, he's going to be out there with those players, especially Lance Thomas and things of that nature, learning how to play, learning how to be a pro, learning what to do, learning that, listen, you, um, yeah, you're young, but, you know, you still got time. You, you, you could be out the league tomorrow. You know, and there, there was so many different examples that first year. And, I, you know, I'm just looking at every, every single year he had that. He had the Knicks, um, if, if, you know, aside from coaching, they did try to put players on the roster to, to, um, to help him develop, you know, like to get guys there to, to, to help help develop him and you know outside of the coach you know you know what i'm saying so i don't know it, it, it's on him it's on yeah. him basically like it's on the knicks right because we did some crap garbage to kevin knox like so like once again we strapped him with the worst coach in nba history like that's how i feel yeah so but at the same time he gotta want it he gotta play with some heart play like 10 men and the lion mixed in one, like, <laughs> like oh, I ain't gonna say scarecrow because I don't really like saying basketball players got low IQ. I'm trying to get away from saying basketball players is like that. So, you know, it, it sucks, man. You got to play with more heart. Um, you got people who's rooting for you. Like, it, it, it's tough. Oh man, you got a super chat. Nah, you got super. Yeah, chat. I just peeped that. Yeah, Mr. Kareem <laughs> Grant. Yo, shout out to Kareem. I think that I don't think that's the first time he done that, man. So shout out to Kareem, man. This this like dropping, dropping um um dollars on on here, man. So, uh, what's what's he talking about? He says, um, do you think Michigan flourish more with Gotham's lot? Of course, with while Kemba is on the floor, of course, man. You know, we, we we talked about that a lot, man. But when it when it comes to when it comes to Mitchell Robinson, he's gonna be open, right? You agree with that, right? Damn right. I mean, with Kemba Walker on the floor, come on now. But and you know, it's not just Alfred him. Everybody. In, but out. Think of it like this: When Alfred was our starting point guard, the Mitch lobs disappeared. 
the person who was throwing him lobs was crazy about what I was saying. Kevin Knox, because <laughs> Kevin Knox is a, on a lot of those highlights. If anybody go watch the Mitch highlights with Ali, Knox is on a lot of them. He's passing well, the ball. When he, when he was with Fisdale, you know, that well, not, not for nothing. Uh, shout out to nothing but Knicks. Um, Sim had like a whole video where he was just showing Kevin Knox in the pick and roll with Kevin Knox. I mean, with um, Mitchell Robinson. So it does work. But I, I mean, like, you know, last year with Tibbs, uh, RJ was getting a lot of opportunities to throw though, that alley oop. Um, what's the name? Um, Burks, even Burks, the guy, that, you know, the, the guy that you, you, know, that you don't like. But every single player had opportunity to throw to throw um, lives to Mitch because it's just there when he's there. Um, it's so easy to give him the give him the live, you know. So, you know, I, I wish that he was healthy, man. So, so you know, him being overweight, you know, because not now. I, I'm just gonna say he's overweight, you know, because because now he's not in ba complete basketball conditioning. Because if he was playing, no. you know, then that then he would start to lose some of that some of that baby fat that's along there with the muscle, you know. So then that, that then it will be able to, you know, it would just be a lot better. But right now, when once he gets once he gets ready to play, he's got to get in basketball shape now. You know, so we're behind the eight ball with that. So that lob threat is something that um that I wish that we have starting the season, but um going forward, man, definitely that's that's going to be important, man. Mitch Robinson. Yeah, man. Mitch, he damn near about to be the X factor for me, cause yo, we need Mitch, bro. And you wanna know so crazy? No Mitch puts Tibbs on front street. Because now, if there's no Mitch until December, me and you going to be talking about why is Tibbs not going small soon? Because if it's only Nerlens out there, right? Um, Randall or Obi got to play five. <laughs> Somebody going to have to play. And, and God bless Taj Gibson. I love Taj. I appreciate what Taj did for New York. Appreciate him. Thibodeau, I do not want to see Taj Gibson this season. It should be no reason why I see him this year. I, honestly, dog. Well, if, if Mitch Roberts is not playing, then Taj got to be out there sometimes. At what spot? Center? He's going to get killed. <laughs> He's dirty. Who will he guard him out there? Well, who do you put there? Because on the well, some nights he's going to get bodied some nights. And then same thing with Obi. You don't want Obi guarding no, no real center because he's going to get bodied too. But if he's playing a backup center, they usually play a small ball. Somebody got to, somebody got to adapt. Something got to get. Because you, I, why am I seeing Taj Gibson on the court, Dahar? The only way I want to see Taj Gibson on the court, honestly, for me, is if Mitch and Nerlens is hurt. If both of those two guys is hurt, all right, I understand why I'm seeing Taj. If they not hurt, bro, go small. Go well, small. Yeah, I get it. But go if small. you go small. If you go small, like, like I'm trying to trying to get White Falcon here, he just gave us a, a super chat. Also, that's um a shot of Hennessy right there. I see the the avatar. That's two dollars shot of Hennessy right there. Shout out to Glenn Roy's on on um, 149th <laughs> Grand Concourse over there. But um anyway, you know, we, stuff like like um starting Randall at center, uh you know, uh Obi, you know that that type of thing, it's 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 gonna force Tom Tibble to coach. You know, to coach outside of what he wants to do, 
So that that's going to be important. Uh, Johnny Bryant and all these guys, they, they're really going to have to be in his ear because we cannot start the season the way that the playoffs started, where, we, where we're training, we're preparing, this, that, and the other. And then once the ball goes up, it's like, okay, what happened to the to the um adjustments? What happened to this? What happened to putting these guys in, in different positions to, to win? Because we have to we have the players to, to use. So I'm 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 excited to see what Tom Thibodeau does. But like I said, it is frustrating not having the guy there. But you know, as I'm saying that, like then who's the backup center? Who who's the backup center outside of um outside of um Nerlens right now? <laughs> No, because <laughs> I don't want to see Taj play. <laughs> Honestly, I don't want to see Taj play. Like he, he that old. Like go small, Tim. He killing me. Yeah. Tiring Taj out. Like goddamn. But you know the thing with that. <laughs> let's say if you don't play Taj, right? Then then that means the rotation is gonna be smaller. So that that's that's another issue too. A lot of people saying, "Yo, man, why is Tim's playing only eight guys and stuff?" But but if if um you don't want to play Taj, then that then then you have to shorten that rotation. Now you have to play eight guys instead of playing you got ten. Knox, you got McBride, you got Grimes. Figure it out. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't hear that. I don't hear a center. Do you hear a center? I don't need to hear center in today's NBA. Figure it out. Figure it out. I want you no, down. We spent all the cash space. I don't want to hear no excuses, down. I don't want to hear no excuses. I'm good on that. Well, how how does that affect defense though? Like let's say if we if we um just ignore Taj and just have Ner- um Noel and then just figure it out. How does that affect the defense? Where was this defense when Trey Young was walking them boys up the court? Nah, <laughs> don't start me up, man. Don't do that, man. <laughs> I, I hate when you do this, man. No, I'm just I'm just saying. I'm just saying you this, you don't want Taj this, to play. I don't give a damn about that third. Uh, listen. Last season was last season. We got walked off the court where Bogey did the Burks and the boys with Trey Young. I, I don't even care about defense right now. I don't want to hear about defense. <laughs> I don't if you want to talk about defense, all right, cool. We had the top three defense that let this midget bow down and gain five in the garden. Very disrespectful. I'm still mad about that. Don't talk. I don't want to hear about defense. Yeah, but we don't. We don't get to the to the playoffs at all, and unless um Taj Gibson risks his life and and Nolan's the world risks his life every single night to to help us win games. And Thanos don't get the soul song unless he sacrifices <laughs> sacrifices tomorrow. You see how life works. You see yeah. how things. Yeah, I actually got something. I'm, I'm gonna see if I I'm gonna see if I can get. Yeah, I'm gonna, I got something for you, man. Watch. You see how life works. Come on, man. Come on. <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, I'm gonna get my wife to bring something in, in for you, man. Because um, I got I got this specifically for you, because you, you you definitely need it. If I see you, I'm gonna just hand it to you the way you can have it. Yeah, man. But I mean, that's a that's a um, I don't know. I see somebody. He said, "I'm too hood." What is it? Two thousand oldest bar in the world. Yo, man. Like like if you're in New York and and you my age, I guess. Uh, might, well, it's not even my age because you go you could go to this spot. Any time of the week, you know, two dollar, two dollar Tuesdays, man. Shots, shots, and well drinks, two dollars at freaking Glenroy's on one forty nine in Grand Concourse, man. So, like, you think <laughs> you, you yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, you ever been to Glenroy's? You been to Glenroy's? Yeah, yeah. Everybody, everybody, every anybody from the hood, you know, or whatever, knows about Glenroy's, man. I'm from Brooklyn. We used to go all the way from Brooklyn all the way to freaking the Bronx to freaking like it's supposed to be to have a pregame. But that ends up being the night, the club, the night. 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yo, you crazy. <laughs> he said Glenroy's. What you? <laughs> yeah, man. I've been in Glenroy's. I've been. I was been in Glenroy's ever since she was like in junior high school, bro, man. So oh, I got. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> look, I got, look, I, look. I, I look, got a lot lady of stories. Already, at that is got all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what they sell, man, but but it's two dollars. I know that. <laughs> yeah man shout out to everybody in the bronx shout out to everybody that knows where the fuck glenroy's is man that you know La- lakeisha man yo you want to go out on a date man? let's go meet up at glenroy's man don't don't but don't tell my wife though. <laughs> oh shit man, i'm gonna bring this shit in yeah man let me just prepare my wife though yeah man <laughs> <laughs> all right, so before we start to get into that that hood shit, the, the moonshine and all this other nonsense. Moonshine. Wait, hold on, hold on. I got a moonshine story. Oh no! <laughs> were you were you eating chitlins at the same time when you was no, drinking no, moonshine, no, man? No. Would you eat chitlins? Oh, eat chitlins. So, yo, shout out to my friend Isha, man. Shout out to Isha, man. She wild cool, man. Girl, I do for the Bronx, man. She wild cool. So she like yo. She like yo, Vesta. Yo, you want a yeah. drink? Uh, uh. She's like, yo, you want a drink? I'm like, yeah. So, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, yeah, I was like, I was like 22 at the time. Yeah, I was like 22. I'm like, yeah, I want a drink. Give me that, man. You bugging, man. Shit. She's like, it's called Moonshine. I'm like, all right, bet. <laughs> uh, when I drunk, I said, what the hell? Yo, I couldn't breathe. I was coughing so bad. I couldn't breathe, dog. It was like you, it was like drinking alcohol, like real alcohol, like rubber alcohol. The green one, though. That's the right one. <laughs> <laughs> so you have, you've drank the green one before? Yo, yo, listen. Moonshine, you don't want the moonshine. <laughs> it tastes like rubber alcohol, man. It tastes like pure fire, like liquid fire. That's what it tastes like. Liquid fire, <laughs> yeah. but yo, moonshine, like you got it from where? Where, where did they get it from? Moon, I, I don't know where she got it from. See, that's the problem, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you if you're gonna drink moonshine, you gotta at least know where the hell that shit came from, man. You know? Because I mean, if mm-hmm. we got people, we got people in the city making moonshine in in their tubs and you know in the freaking projects and shit, man. So you know it's bugged out. So I mean, I, I got some some moonshine stories too, man, but. I'm gonna just keep those to myself because <laughs> I got backyard, I got backyard Virginia, you know, sticks, you know, stories, man. So, yeah, this is this is what I picked up, man, for for you, right there. What's that, man? Oh, that's <laughs> that's the re- that's the reality stone, man. So I'm gonna put that on my head right now. Oh man, that's you know funny. Saying? I definitely will be there again on um, first game of the season, bro. We gonna have a blast. I definitely will be there. Um, Sam, the OG, shout out to Sam. Um, he held a ticket for me, so that's so I appreciate him, man. I appreciate that. So I definitely will be there in person. Definitely gonna meet everybody. We gonna have a blast. It's gonna be fun. We gonna have a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. You gonna, gonna bring? Gonna you gonna bring some moonshine? You bringing the moonshine? Nah, I ain't bringing no moonshine. <laughs> Moonshine to have you fall off the the, the upper deck in Madison Square Garden. I'm telling you, don't drink that moonshine. 
Yo, man, shout out, shout out to one of one of my guys that that um, you know, I'm, I'm always um, we, we actually became like like internet friends after the fact. Anyway, but yo, he got so fucked up and one of the um, I, I think it was the the um season opener when we invaded um Brooklyn. Yo, he got so drunk, we was way up that they it, it was like he was sliding down the freaking the the rafters, like he was just sliding down. So like it, like if, if people weren't grabbing him, he would have fell off the off the side of the um. The thing, man, he would have fell off the off the rafter, man. Oh my god! Yeah, so I, I hope I hope we don't get that bad. You know, we, we, I think we're gonna be in section two two something. You know what I'm saying? So it shouldn't be that bad. But I'm planning I'm planning on getting fucked up, man. I'm gonna bring all my my vitamins and everything that I need to stay alive for the night. You know what I'm saying? So you know, I'm I'm, I'm planning on acting up that night, big time. <laughs> yeah, the Latisha Latisha said, "Take me off the screen." I forgot I had it up there. <laughs> She's, she don't fuck with dudes. I had a joke, but I guess let me leave that alone. <laughs> uh yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. So what what's um what's the next um topic of conversation? We were talking about Luke Morris and Tatum and the whole Knox thing. Yeah, man. Till we got till we got off the moonshine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um basically uh Kevin Knox and I see you brought up the the free agent list. And the reason why he brought, up, brought that up is because we cut Luca Vildoza, and we knew, um, we knew that was coming, and that's gonna be tough. Yo, shout out, shout out to Eric L, man. I see you there, man. I see you, I see you out open at night, brother. Um, and yeah, he just threw me off. What, what, what I was saying, dog, man. Come on, Eric L, man. I'm trying to shout you out, man. I'm saying the point. Well, we were talking about Vildoza. Oh, Luca Vildoza got cut basically, and. Now we got 19 roster spots, correct? So, um, well, it cut down the. I think the yeah the training camp roster is now 19. We still got right. we got 14. We got 14 guys signed. One guy is um one spot is available, and then everybody else is just training camp um people. Mm. So <laughs> we 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 gonna see. Um, how you felt about him getting cut? Hey, I think it was kind of like I think we called it. I think you said. I think you. Either you or somebody else I was listening to, y'all said, yo, he's not going to make it. Well, I mean, like, just like uh, the thing is, you have to see these guys play. You know, it's one thing to to hear the. So that's the thing we we gave we gave him his respect. You know, he's from Argentina. He was up and coming player. Like his name is was ringing bells whenever they talked about Argentina and stuff. So when, whenever you hear that about a young guy coming up in Argentina, you think Mano. You think of all these different guys that they had. So we gave him his respect. You know, based on where he's from and shit. You know what I'm saying, but but him getting out there to play in the Olympics, and then he transferred into the, into um summer league, and he basically played the same way. He got embarrassed a lot, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying. So you know he don't deserve to be in the NBA. Period. You know he, that's that's it. Injury is injury aside, because I mean he's not beating he's not beating um uh, Deuce McBride out. He's not beating no. quickly. You know what I'm saying he's not beating Rose or um whatever. Even if all those guys get hurt, Vildoza is not going to be a starter for us. No. You know? Nah, blasphemy. That's why I was telling people like, yo, I I don't see how he played. So that's it, it's understandable. Um uh wish Luca Mildoza nothing but uh good luck and we got an open roster spot. So that's how I look at it, and I guess we can move on. We got enough guards anyway. You just named about four or five guards. So I I'm not too worried about that guard position this year. I'm not worried about I, Honestly, I don't even think injury can be a good excuse this season, dog. I don't even think it's a good excuse for me personally. Except 
Only if Mitch and Nerlens get hurt. Now, both of them get hurt. All right, <laughs> we gonna have we gonna have a problem. Yes, that's the average game. But yeah. if, if if anybody else get hurt, bro, if Randall get hurt, Obi Toppin gonna start. Now I believe. Now I believe in the heart of hearts because Thibodeau played him for a year and they, you know, Thibodeau comfortable. Now I believe Obi Toppin will start. If um, RJ get hurt, okay, cool. Alec Burke will probably start, right? And now Grimes of Knox gonna play. That's how that go. If um, Evan Fournier get hurt, all right, you could start Burks, or you could like you could go so many ways with it. You could start Burks. You could start IQ. Like it's so many it's it, it's so many lineups that you could play to where like I don't think no injury really kills the Knicks playoff hopes. Honestly, except for the Mitch and Nerland scenario. That's the doomsday. That's the the, the what if episode eight Ultron <laughs> get the nuclear missiles. <laughs> that's the yeah. that's that is. Yeah, that was a crazy episode, right? The last one that yeah. opened up a whole another jar of worms for what they want to do with the whole MCU shit, man. So that that shit is dope, man. But yo, um, what what you're saying there, like basically, we have a hole at, at the power four spot. We have the we have a hole at the at the backup four spot. Because like, if let's say if we if um, something happens to to Randall, we're in trouble. You know, even if something happens to Obi and and um, say we don't do nothing with Knox, we're in trouble. You know, we we just don't have much um any of anything coming behind those guys. You know, the like the backcourt is set. We don't have to worry about the backcourt. We can just let the backcourt sit for a couple of years because even we got that kid Rokas. From Europe, we still got him that we could call up, you know, at, at any time when, when we feel like it. If we if we wanted to do that, so I mean, like we got to figure out what we're gonna do with this front court, man. So I, I think I think that's very dangerous. We we um we we need you know we, we got to trust Obi to to get out there and do his thing, but we need that extra guy. We need that that um extra dude to come out there and play. I, w- I wonder if they expect Nerlens to do that to be that um be that guy because they want him to shoot threes and stuff. I don't know, bro. <laughs> I'm I'm be straight up honest with you. I don't know that whole center position. I think that's the only position right now to me, Dahar, where it's like with a coach like Thibodeau, he could get the most probably out of any center. <laughs> Literally, like in his scheme, where you funnel a lot of the players into the big man, and it's like they gotta just protect protect the rim at a high rate. You could play. You can get a bargain Ben center. He could play in that system, and you probably won't get a, a, a big drop off. But it's a, it's a wait and see. It's a wait and see. What do you think about Cousins? Oh, that's just that's just if all hell breaks loose. That's just if my <laughs> doomsday scenario. If, if, if that's if that comes to fruition, you you need a vet. You gonna need a bag out there. You might as well go get boogie. Yeah, but you know, all this conversation only only happens because Mitch is hurt, you know. But you know, I, I wish it, for that last roster spot, I think I think we probably could use a backup big man. Like I mentioned, Mike Scott. Mike Scott is older now, so it's somebody that's not gonna really command a lot of minutes. So if you if you get somebody like him that this um that's gonna work and uh, be a good teammate, that type of thing, it might be good to have him on the bench. You know what I'm saying? At least we know there's somebody out there that knows a good tattoo artist. You know what I'm saying? Because Mike Scott, he got tattoos all over his freaking body, man. You know, from what I see. <laughs> I, I don't know about the rest of what I, what I can't see. <laughs> yeah, man. He's but scary, I think, too. He looks scary. Yeah. 
he'll shoot joints at you, man. So we, we need that. We need somebody on, on the on the court that we could call to to put out there if when everything starts getting sticky a little bit. <laughs> right? Do a little Charles Oakley moment. Yeah, go nah. outside his head real quick. Yeah, like, like that that kid, um, Joe. I forgot. I think it's JoJo White or JoJo English, whatever his name was. That that um, fought Derek Harper back in the days. Like um, <laughs> Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson threw that bum out there and said, "Yo, just start talking about his moms or whatever you need to do." And then Derek Harper, next thing you know, he's flipping him over the scores table. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I feel like every team needs that man. You need that one dude that's just out of his mind. You know, it's not afraid. You know, they know he ain't going to be in the NBA much longer. He just, you know, you got to be out there to take one for the team. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. I mean, not in today's NBA. Maybe back then <laughs> when it was allowed. You can't really have enforcers in today's NBA. Yeah, like, I know. They, they probably call the cops on you and shit. <laughs> they call the cops. Yeah, they probably would. For the... You see some of them fouls? Michael Jordan and the boys was game? They just get clobbered in their in they neck. And they had legs. They was getting elbow punched. <laughs> Yo, uh, Be Civilized just said um, that we needed 3 and D, a small forward who could play four positions like uh, Lance the Dance. That's Kevin Knox. You know what I'm saying? And Lance, he's talking about, uh, I guess, um, Lance Thomas, right? So Lance Thomas, he um, he, that was his rook. Lance Tom, um, Kevin Knox is La- Lance Thomas is rook. You know what I'm saying? So he knows, he learned from Lance Thomas. So you would think that that Kevin Knox, you know, would have that 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 in his bag, you know. I don't know, it, like like somebody earlier said, why do why do we keep talking about Kevin Knox? What's the obsession with him? You know, do we think he's good, or do you really think he's going to contribute? Yo, man, he's the X factor. He's the X factor for our team. Like if we can have him, if he can produce, then then that that is the the guy that we need on there. Because right now we got Burks is going to be there at, at the three kind of. You know the pseudo three, you know, play like the three man um, um point guard coming off the bench. But if Kevin Knox can actually show you that he could play, then that's the guy. That's the guy that you could put out there to to um. Let's say if if um Randall needs to take the day off, or, you know, to rest his foot. We, we we know we could start Obi and then have Kevin Knox coming off the bench, and then we should be good. You know, we should be good with that. So it's it, you know that's why you know somebody like Knox is so important. Yeah, she speeds up the timeline, honestly. But, yeah. you know, we don't know, man. Uh, people saying Knox is done. <laughs> we don't know. I, I don't know. It's a, it's a way to see for me. Uh, I tried to do it with Frank Nilakina, but the problem with, with that was um, that wasn't Scott Perry's draft pick. That wasn't Scott Perry's guy to begin with, and he had none of his guys in the organization. Then you look at it, you fire Leon Rose. Like, it, like it was no way he was coming back. Kevin Knox on the other hand. Scott Perry got a long-term deal. So maybe Scott Perry has some type of sway where he can actually, you know, say that I'm like, all right, we gotta see, we gotta see some of my guy. Um let, let, let's see what he got. You know, we, we know we got in first. I don't know. Knox gonna have to take the spot or something. It, it's it's ah. Yeah, it's it's always been his. So I mean, you know, he he just gotta he just gotta uh what would they call it? It's just destiny, man. Just to step up and take your freaking destiny. You know, you know. Yeah. How this, don't don't let another guy take you out the out the um off the team. You know, you already see what happened with Frank. Don't let, let don't let that happen to you. God. It's a dog eat dog world. Even though um politics is always in basketball when it comes to draft picks, like you know, 
you draft a certain player, you want to see your guy play, and and it's cool, that's fine. But at the end of the day, it's like uh, Kevin Knox got wanted for himself, and if he wanted for himself, then he got to take it by the bullhorn. And RJ ain't never coming off the bench. That's the hell no. But he's um he's uh, commenting on what I said that that um that RJ. I, but I didn't say RJ coming off the bench. I, I said uh, Fournier coming off the bench. Oh, Fournier. Yeah, remember we was talking about that. If I'm um, say Kevin Knox was to show up and um actually show more than he's ever shown, I think Fournier would, would see that and be like, okay, well, you know, I could see why you want him to start, so I, I won't have no problem with that. You really? know, then you slide RJ to the back to the two. That's a fact. I definitely agree with that, one thousand percent. After after what I heard from what Mook um Mook Morris said about um Jason Tatum, I was like, all right, now I understand. Yeah, speaking speaking of speaking of no longer hungry, what happened to his his do rag? What was underneath that do rag? I don't know, man. <laughs> he, he, had the sil- he had the silky joint on too with the yellow. I don't know what he was trying to do. So what what was the what was underneath that? Did he have braids? You know what was that I, underneath? I guess that? he had braids. No, see, I, see, I that's mean. the thing. That's the thing. Like well, for all these interviews and stuff, they keep asking the same stupid ass questions. Oh, so did you do this? Or did you? Oh, yeah, I've been working hard. This, that, and the other. You know, asking the st- stupid, aim, stupid ass question. If I was there, I'd be like, yo, Sam, yo, from what, what happened to that do rag that you had on? What, what was underneath there? What were, you, what were you trying to do? That's what I want to know. You know what I'm saying? Let, let, let's let's um let's make it light and stop stop asking these guys these stupid ass questions all, all all the fucking time, man. It drives me crazy. <laughs> Actually, you question. No, yeah, because I, mean, yeah, I mean, you, you actually, hey, oh, so what did you work on? Um, so they always say, well, I worked on everything. You know, say, so, oh, how did you do this? It, well, I, I work, I stayed in shape. And like, I mean, there's nothing else for them to say because you, 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 like, they're trying to bait them into saying something stupid so they could write a big snuff article on them. That's what they want. You, you know what I'm saying? So, like, someone like me and you, I, I literally want to know what, what was underneath that do rag. And then we can have like a little talk about that because I, I, I we could do a whole podcast about what what was underneath Kevin Knox's do rag, you know? Yeah, I don't know. Oh man, what's Kevin Knox got now? The, the little boozy haircut? Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's what he got basically. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't know, God. man. Poor kid, man. Yeah, I, I, I hope I hope he show up, man. I hope he shows up, man. It'd be nice if he show up, because if he show up, then goddamn, we would we would be sitting there having this goddamn conversation about this kid. Yo, so what do you? All right, so you know, we we get into like the the second second um, well, the ending part of the show. So we, we got a game tomorrow, man. So what do you think um, Tom Thibodeau does, or do you think anybody gets a break the first game of preseason? What do, what do you think happens that first preseason game? Um, absolutely. I think either Rose or Kimball will not play. I think Randall will play for sure. Always going to play for sure. I think one of those two play, I think one of those two players is not going to play tomorrow. Um, hopefully we get to see 15 guys. Uh, we get to see a lot of guys on the court. I'm just praying and hoping Kevin Knox is ball hogs and tries to score 15 to 20 points. And try to take him by the ball horn, man. You can't let dudes like Alec Burks come to your city where you got drafted from and just take your spot. Like, how he goon you out your spot? Come on, man. Yeah, we, we got to get him. Hard. We got to get him that ether, that reality stone, man. <laughs> Give him some, some energy, extra energy. 
you gotta play with some heart, man. That's all. So, and, and also, I would like to see our um, Miles McBride. I mean, Miles McBride, Deuce McBride, against NBA talent. Um, he was very impressive during summer league. So I would like to see him against some NBA talent. Um, and Quinn Grimes, I want to see if Tibbs can get him some shot. And most of all. I just want to see a different kind of offense. Like, don't show us the whole offense, but show me something different. Show me something new, something fresh. Not some Julius Randle, um, Julius Randle ISO, pinch pose, uh, 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 flex, or we're going to run some horns and, and just give it the – now, I, I don't want to see that no more, man. That's boring basketball. Man. Not even boring. I just feel like it's not winning basketball in the playoffs. Yeah. Well, like you know, like I said, we gotta get there, man. You know, we we gotta we gotta do whatever we gotta do to get there. Then once we get there, then you know, it's up to Tibbs to figure that out. But you know, we only got four preseason games too, so we kind of need to expedite and really figure out, you know, not, not necessarily like um, like like play our our starters forty minutes already. You know what I'm saying? But at least like get get the um the framework of what we're trying to do early on. You know, mm-hmm. I think because we only got four games. You know. Yep. So we're going to see. We're going to see. Hopefully we get the W. Um, hopefully our guys just stay healthy during the whole preseason. Uh, prayers. I'm not going to look for that. And let's go. I'm ready. I'm ready for this NBA season, man. We ain't got no drama. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, Boost Mobile is out of line. We, yeah. <laughs> we don't got no drama, no nothing. So I, I can't wait and see. Yo, shout out to, to Sims, man. I think his name is Aaron Sims. I think Aaron Sims is pretty good, man. But I think like like every time Aaron Sims talks, he always like speaks like he's shocked. You know, like he's shocked to, to see how hard certain plays work and what guys are actually doing in the NBA. So that kind of annoys me with, with with Sims. I feel like he got he has a lot of talent. You know, so you know he he has a shot to do something in his league too, man. So. I would like to see, especially guys that already got like enough. Like he was already a leader in his college team. I think he's a three-year rookie, or whatever. So I would like to see guys like that, you know, um, you know, actually have some pride in themselves. So that's that's the main thing. Like you got to have some pride in yourself. Like I'm bringing it back to. Um, let me take Lakeisha over before she slapped me. So um, you know, like I was talking about about like women hanging out with women and stuff like that. When you, when you're young, you're intimidated, you know. But once once you once you get a, once you figure out what's going on. You you can go into a spot and not even worry about any chicks in in the room. And next thing you know, they 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 coming for you. You know, you know what I'm saying? You don't you don't have to do nothing crazy. You don't gotta wear no special cologne or nothing. You can go That's in the there. Sh- you can just go in there like with scrubs like you got on. Next thing you know, you get you you pulling a whole bunch of, um bunch of chicks or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So it, it it's not necessarily about what you what all the um bells and whistles. It's about you know just um being able to to stand up on your own and have have your own confidence your own energy and then you you'll be able to to succeed you know that's a fact um yeah, i definitely agree with that and i'm going to compare this to like an uh, nba locker room like it it's, it'd be times where like i'll be down and i'll be out you know what i'm saying like i'm like damn yo i'm down i'm down on myself and i'll go to my friend's house boom i'll go to my friend's house all i Go to my friend's house probably like three straight days. And I'll be like, yo, bro, man, I'm down. And then he'll give me a talk, like, yo, man, you ain't down, man. Ah, ah, man. Lift lift yourself up, man. You good. Ah, ah. You know, go out to the bar, man. Go get you to the uh. What I'm saying, I'm saying that to say is you need good energy around you. And if 
you have a good locker room, it's that's a great support system as well. So I just like the camaraderie with this this locker room that we have right now. Um, the energy that's around the team right now is positive. Uh, like I like I said before, this is probably one of the most anticipated seasons. And I'm, I'm a young Nick fan, so I feel like I can say this. On you all as well. Yeah, you keep saying you're young, man, but but you you like you could you could have went to high school with Taz Gibson, so you ain't that young. Yeah, I could have. He would have been. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he would have been a senior. Would've been middle he would have. Nah, been in middle school. If Taz is well, how old is Taz? If he's 35, then then y'all could have went to high school together. Hell no, I'd have been in middle school. I'd have been in eighth grade. You'd have been in 12th grade. You wildin', man. Well, he's 36. <laughs> he's 36. Oh, he's 36. He's even older. Yo, yeah. come on, dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but yeah, man, I, I'm glad. I, I I like this team that we got, man. I ain't got no more Alfred Payton. Thank God. I don't got no. Well, I kind of hate Burks, but I can't hate him because I can still make jokes like 99 cent Kobe. You know, he pull up his 99 cent Kobe once in a while. He gonna score 30. I mean, 99 cent Kobe. How dare I be disrespectful? My poor man. 99 cent James Harden and. You know, he'll pull that off once in a while. But besides that, man, I really like this team that we got, man. Ain't no Moody's. Ain't no Alfred Payton's. Ain't no, uh, what's this? Oh, ain't no Anders Cannons. Oh, man, it's nice. Oh, man, it's nice. I got it. it it's nice, man. Yo, what do, what do you think about Kemba? Do you think Kemba's hurt? Because uh, we, we, we were going to kind of talk about that, too. Like, is he... You know, like um, they already um, like Rose already gave him the blessing that he wants him to start. But you know that you know throughout the course of training camp, you're gonna figure out whether a guy could play or not if he's if he's gonna be able to to handle that in the in the beginning of games and that type of thing. So what, what do you do? You think Kemba's gonna start, or do you think he's hurt? What do you think is going on with Kemba right now? I think he started. Kemba gotta start. Yeah. Kemba gotta start. So it's like you know. I'm not worried about that, man. I'm not with Kimba got to start, man. I don't care. We got two. Now, if Kimba can take us far to the playoffs, whatever. I don't care. We got two future, possibly future Hall of Famers at point guard in the rotation right now as we speak. I have nothing more to contribute to that. <laughs> yeah, it's ill, man. <laughs> yeah, we, we got a we got an ill team, man. You know, you know, it's, it's fun to speculate because that's what we're doing. This one, one thing I got in an argument with somebody on, on Twitter today, where they they were just like, you know, they were just talking about like like uh, how Knicks fans are or this that and the other. But if you're a fan of the team, what are you supposed to say? You know, like like you're not supposed to uh, be enthusiastic about what's happening with your team. You know, we I don't understand how we're, how are you are we supposed to react with to these different things? You know what I'm saying? So. You know, like we legit could be could be happy for our team. Why why can't we? I don't I just don't get that. You know, and then I you know, we got the talent. I like what I also was gonna say too is that you know, uh Kemba Walker is a New York legend. You know, we we already know what he's done in his career. Uh Derek Rose, a former MVP, probably gonna be in the Hall of Fame. You know, uh Julius Randle might be there. You know, you said RJ is gonna be there. You know, Fournier is like one of the greatest players ever play in France, you know. So that this like all these these titles that we have all over the team. You know, coming up, so that you know, when when um when teams win championships, the teams are always filled with um players that have their own accolades, you know, have their own thing about them, you know. So that's important too to paint when you paint that whole picture, you know. So 
Yeah, man. I, I, oh, man. I, I mean, I'm, I'm so I'm happy. Man. I feel like we on our way. We on our way, bro. We definitely are. <laughs> we gonna have fun this season. I I see it, man. It's, it, I'm just listen. I'm not really looking at the players this season. I'm just looking at Tom Thibodeau. If people looking for me to give Thibodeau any props this year, don't ask. Don't ask me to like give him. Oh, Thibodeau did this. It's great. No, you're not gonna get that from me because with with my issue with Tibbs, and I hope he never does this again is. Just play the right rotation. Don't play favorites. Hold the vets accountable. Shoot a lot of threes. Get away from the random-centric offense. Become a more modern NBA offense and play faster. That's all I want. I don't really because I know we're gonna defend. That's the whack part about the Knicks. Like the Knicks, oh, we ain't even gotta care. They gonna defend. We got Tess as the coach. I don't. Even, I'm not even gonna question defense. I don't care about that. It's that offense that I that that I need to to get together. Yeah, yeah. Boost mode. Well, I'm very calm. I'm very calm. We I'm haven't been calm. that way in twenty years. Calm, never. Last last off season, we came in here like stressed. You know what I'm saying? Because we got we had drafted Obi and we thought we was gonna get rid of Julius and RJ had the heat on him because he didn't really have like that big. Rookie season that we that everybody thought he was gonna have. So we still had Alfred Payton, we had Frank, we had all these different things. So we were stressed, you know. So this year, for some reason, like like we got we have extra talent, and you know we we got a good we got decent coaching and stuff like that. So there's nothing to be you know this you know it, that is a beautiful thing. I, you know, we have not been this way since Ewing was on the roster. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fact. We haven't been this way since Ewing was on the roster. It's nice, man. It's nice. I, I I can't. Oh man, I can't wait to this tomorrow, man. I'm gonna be hyped. I'm gonna be hyped. I don't know how I'm gonna see. Yo, man, I think I might buy a, a last minute ticket and and pull up and just be at the top, you know, with the forty dollar tickets. <laughs> oh wait, at the, at, on the yeah, that? Oh, yeah, lick, licking the roof. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do the halftime show, licking the roof of, of the garden. We'll see, man. Yeah, so I'm gonna be doing a halftime show again, man. I'm, it's gonna start tomorrow. Do the halftime, halftime to crunch time show. So you know, any anybody that does some, does some, ever been on the show? If anybody wants to get on, just just um hit me up. You can get on, jump on, and then we, we can um just keep me company because I'll, I'll be there talking about myself. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially you, you state. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna be watching the game anyway. So if you want to pop on, if you ain't doing nothing, just um just hit me up. Yeah, man. Oh man, it's gonna be nice. It's gonna be nice, man. That it, I, I can, man. We gonna have a, a good time, man. We gonna have a good time. Hopefully, we spank the Celtics by twenty, so we can just we we can just talk crap all, all, all night about the Celtics. But uh, I can't wait. I can't wait, man. I can't wait. Um, I that's all I got for right now. <laughs> yeah, me too, man. We we had a good pod. We we just talking about Kevin Knox and things of that nature. So you know, we still were able to fill up a whole pod like with that. So that's good stuff, man. Yeah, man. Yep. Tickets are dirt cheap, not see. I work tomorrow, so I definitely will go tomorrow. The tickets is cheap. I suggest y'all go, man. Honestly, if you ain't working, I would go. Yeah, just go and go and take a dump in the garden or something, man. Just leave a stamp in there, you know, to start the season, you know? That's what I would do. I'm thinking about it. I'm actually thinking about it. We'll see. 
Well, you know, as State says, man, you can you can find the audio podcast here. It should be there probably yes, tomorrow sir. morning or so. Yes, Apple sir. Podcast, Player FM, you know, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, everything, everything, Spotify. Yep, Google, everything. <laughs> yeah. Yo, don't forget that moonshine. <laughs> moonshine. <laughs> you gotta have oh, something to wash down them chitlins, man. Wash down them chitlins. <laughs> oh man, I see. Um, but uh, we'll be back tomorrow, man. Um, dog, man, I'll definitely be on the halftime show tomorrow. So I appreciate you, brother. Um, I'm out of here, uh, Nick Nation. I'm out of here. Boost Mobile, I appreciate you. Uh, King, King Nick, I appreciate you. Cameron, Cameron, I appreciate you. White Falcon, um, all of you guys, man, I appreciate y'all tuning in, man, every time, man. Daha, once again, I'm out of here for like the third time. Appreciate you, brother. Peace. Peace, yo. And peace out, Nick Nation. No doubt. Yeah, man. Peace, everybody. Thank you for tuning in for Dire State of Mind. Uh, like I said, we're probably going to be here tomorrow doing a halftime show. So anybody wants to continue watching this, us talk our shit, man, just check us out at the halftime. I come in at halftime and I go all the way to crunch time and you just see our reactions to the game and stuff. And we'll talk about everything. So it's not, not always about um, the Knicks when it comes to the Dire Knicks podcast. So anyway, so I'll see you guys on later, man. Peace. <laughs>